verse 6 and verse 7. Hallelujah. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and verse 7. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God. The everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And I want to minister to you for a short period this morning from this thought, the mystery of the baby in the manger. The mystery of the baby in the manger. Father, again, we honor you again today, Lord God. We thank you so much for your goodness, your grace, your blessings. We thank you again, God, for your people that's in our presence this morning, Lord God. I thank you for your promises that where two or three, God, are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst of us. And I thank you, God, again, and I ask you, Lord Jesus, let your spirit overshadow this place. Father, let none of us leave the way that we came through these doors, God, but let us leave changed, renewed, and refreshed in the Holy Ghost. And we will give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. Amen. Praise God. The mystery of the baby in the manger. Of all the Old Testament prophets and their writings throughout the Bible, which all of them in some point in some way begin to point us to Jesus Christ, none of them seems to scrape the cords of the harp like Isaiah does. As a matter of fact, Isaiah's ministry and his prophecy is somewhat like John's was in the Gospels. He seems to have one clear-cut purpose in life, and that is to make known to us the mystery of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. From his clear eyes being opened when he saw King Uzziah die in the 6th chapter, Isaiah was touched from the throne, by, from the altar by a coal by the angel. And Isaiah was now commissioned by the Lord to go and to preach and to make known who he was. Isaiah's prophecy seemed to be somewhat earth-shattering in many today in the directions that he brings us to. As a matter of fact, even today in Israel, Isaiah's prophecy is of such controversy that they don't even want to believe that it is true because Isaiah points out that Jesus Christ is God more than any other prophet uh, that is written. And so it is of controversy today in the nation of Israel. 
But we see that Isaiah lays the foundation and the blueprint that everyone else uh, must be built upon. He begins to say in the seventh chapter, in the tenth verse, Moreover, the Lord spake again unto Ahaz, saying, Ask thee of a sign of the Lord thy God. Ask it either in the depths or in the heights above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. And he said, Hear ye now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to weary God? But will you not weary, I mean men, but you will not weary God also? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. He goes on in Isaiah 48:20. Go ye forth of Babylon, flee ye from the Chaldeans with the voice of singing, declare ye. Tell this, utter it even to the ends of the earth. Say ye, the Lord have redeemed his servant Jacob. In Isaiah 51, 11, Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return, and come with singing unto Zion, and every last in joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Isaiah 44, 23, Sing, O ye Heavens, for the Lord have done it. Shout, ye lower parts of the earth. Break forth in the singing, ye mountains, O forests, and every tree therein. For the Lord have redeemed Jacob and glorified himself in Israel. And for unto us, he says, a child is born. And unto us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful. For Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace, of the increase of His government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon His kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord shall perform it. Isaiah 43, 8. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say, it is truth. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am He. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared, and I have saved, and I have showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am He, and there is none that 
can deliver out of my hands. I will work, and who will shall let it? Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake I have sent to Babylon, and have brought down all their nobles into the Chaldeans, whose cry is in the ships. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Amen. Therefore, amen, seeing we have this ministry, Paul says, we have received mercy. We faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commended ourselves to every man's conscience and the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them who are lost, and whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. They begin to lay the foundation. They begin to lay the groundworks. They begin to point us to Christ. Amen. They begin to cry and says to bring forth the blind, bring forth the deaf, bring forth the nations, Bring them together, because the redeemed of the Lord shall return, and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Isaiah, as I said earlier, when he saw King Uzziah's high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple, and after he was touched from the altar by the angel, he heard the voice of the Lord saying, Who shall go for us, and whom shall I send? And he says, Here am I, Lord, send me. And he says, Go and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not. See ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the hearts of this people fat. Make their ears heavy and shut their eyes. Lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. Then said I, Lord, how long? And he answered, until the cities be wasted without inhabitants and the house be without men and the land be utterly desolate and the Lord have removed men far away. And there shall be a great forsaken in the midst of the land, but yet in it shall be a tenth, and it shall return, and shall be eaten as the teal tree and as the oak, whose substance is them when they cast their leaves, so shall the holy seed be the substance therein. Isaiah prophesied that there would be a substance in the land. There would be something that will come forth uh, that would bring joy unspeakable and full of glory. There would be something that would rise up. Uh, he said it would be a holy seed uh, and the holy seed uh, would be the substance uh, in the land. In Isaiah 53, he says, who have believed the report of the Lord and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up as a tender plant uh, and a root uh, out of the dry ground, in him is no form of comeliness. Uh, 
this holy seed would be what the angel would tell Mary. That holy thing which will be in you shall be of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This would now be the holy seed that the Lord has said in Genesis 3.15 that I will put enmity between her seed and your seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. The prophecies were now beginning to be unfolded. The Word of God was now being manifested to the people. God had a plan from the beginning. That's why John wrote, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. The Logos, or the plan that God had from the beginning, was now coming into fruition. And here we see, amen, what we call the Christmas story. Mary is overshadowed by the power of the Holy Ghost. And the story of what Isaiah had prophesied would take place is now beginning to be fulfilled. One of the items that the children of Israel was to bring out of Egypt when they came out was their kneading troughs. And we know that kneading troughs are used to prepare and knead bread in. And so what they had brought out was a prophecy of what would come. Another Greek word for manger is trough. And so you can see why God would choose the trough to bring it out. And notice what they laid in the manger. It was Jesus Christ. And John 6.35, he says, I am the bread of life. He that eateth, amen. He's the bread of life. He's come to give us life. And that more abundantly. Inside of this trough was not just a, a fleshly man, but this was almighty God, robed in flesh, who had come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now the birth of Jesus, Matthew 1, was on this wise, when his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was mindful to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, be not, fear not, to take unto Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth the Son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet Isaiah, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not, till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and called his name Jesus. Amen. Notice what his name was from the beginning, Emmanuel, 
God with us. So they call him Jesus, Jehovah, salvation. Amen. But notice what Isaiah had already prophesied and what the Lord had already prophesied. It had commanded that the heavens sing, that the heavens began to proclaim that the truth of the prophecy would be fulfilled. And this is why when the shepherds are in their field watching their flock by night, and the angels appeared unto them and said, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards all men. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, before I bring you good tidings of great joy, not just to you, the shepherds, but it's going to be to all the people. Everyone that comes in the realization of the truth that is in the manger is going to start the rejoicing. Everyone that realized what is inside of that trough is going to have joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's more than just a baby in the manger. Paul says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen upon the angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. It was this place that God would establish his kingdom upon the throne of David. You see, David, like Rachel, was buried in Bethlehem. Ruth, Naomi, and Boaz were all from Bethlehem. So David was from Bethlehem. So why not establish the place you've already established the kingdom to be in Bethlehem? But get a retouch this morning of what was in the manger. Here, he says, his name would be called Wonderful. It would be called Counselor. It would be the Mighty God. It would be the Everlasting Father. And it would be the Prince of Peace. You see, God is the God of Peace. And so the Son, any son of a king, is called the Prince. So you see why Jesus would be called the Prince of Peace. Amen. He is the Everlasting Father. He is the King of all kings. Amen. He is both deity and He is both humanity. What you find was in that manger was the just one. Acts 3.14 says He is the just and the holy one. He is also in that manger. You will find edification. Jesus Christ says in Luke 4, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearts. The priest deliverance to the captive. The recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. And to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. In the major was edification. In the major was substance. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Isaiah had said, The 
that the holy seed would be the substance in the earth, uh, referring to Jesus Christ. In this manger was unleavened bread, because in him was no sin at all, neither was guile found in his mouth. In him was strength, uh, all power, and heaven and earth, Jesus says, is given unto me. David says in Psalm 62, God has spoken once, uh, and twice have I heard this, that power belonged to God. And this manger was loved. Charity was in this in this manger, for God so loved. Amen. God is the God of love. In this manger was hope. Amen. We have an anchor of hope, which is sure and steadfast and immovable. In this manger was also righteousness. Jeremiah 23, 6 says, Amen. His name shall be Jehovah Taniskanu, the God of righteousness. And in this day, Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall be saved. And by what will his name be called? It will be called the Lord our righteousness. In this manger, amen, is also intercession. Amen. Hebrews 7.25 says he is able, amen, to everyone that liveth to, to intercede by him. Amen. That cometh to God by him. In him is intercession. Amen. In him is salvation. Acts 4.12. For neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. In that manger is all truth. John 4, 6. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. So in Jesus Christ is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the Father in creation. He is the Son in redemption. He is the Holy Ghost in operation. Here is the promised seed. Here is the bread of life. This is that perfect gift that James says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights and whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. This is the joy for all. The mystery of the baby in the manger is God with us. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Redeemer has come. The Restorer has come. The resurrection and the life has come. The way, the life has come. And you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a trough in the manger. The bread for you, the bread for I, the hope for all the world was now the substance, the holy seed, the one that was and which is and is to come, Jesus Christ, the Almighty God. So that mystery of Christmas is God is with us. I won't leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. I will be as close to you as the mention of my name. 
Amen. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. David, the man after God's own heart, Psalms 138, verse 1 through 5 says, I will praise thee with my whole heart, because the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship towards thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. And the day when I cry, thou answered me and strengthened me with strength in my soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord. For great is the glory of the Lord. He's magnified his word above all his name. Because in the beginning was the word. And the word was God. Amen. Above every promise, above everything, is God. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God, almighty God, Paul says in 1 Timothy 3.16, almighty God robed himself in flesh. Because there's no one else can save us. There's no one else can deliver us. There's no one else can bring us joy. That's why the songwriter says the mighty God is Jesus. The Prince of Peace is He. The Everlasting Father. The King Eternally. The Wonderful in Wisdom by whom all things were made. The fullness of the Godhead and Jesus was displayed. Emmanuel, God is with us. Jehovah, Lord of hosts, the omnipresent spirit which fills the universe, the advocate, the high priest, the lamb for sinners slain, the author of redemption, oh glory to his name, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the living word incarnate, the helpless sinner friend, our wisdom and perfection, our righteousness and power. Yea, all you need is Jesus, and you can find him this very hour. Our God for whom we've waited shall be a glad refrain of Israel recreated when Jesus comes again. Lo, he will come and save us, our king and priest to be, for in him dwell all fullness, and Lord of all is he. I've come to tell you today that the mystery inside of that manger. Amen. Is 
almighty God, the deliverer, the help, the strength, the power, the one that you need and I need to live and to move and to have our beings. For without me, Jesus says, you can do nothing because I am the vine and you are the branches. Amen. The mystery is now revealed. Amen. And you should know who you worship. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you know him today? Do you know him? Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Lord. I praise you, God. Amen. Let's worship him this day. Hallelujah. He's worthy of your praise. Over the hills and everywhere, go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. 